Lead Time is a weekly dose of leadership insights and interviews from Tim Allman and Jake Bessling. Lead Time is for any leader living in a busy world looking to be inspired, equipped, and empowered to lead others to their fullest potential. This is Lead Time. Welcome to Lead Time. My name is Jake Bessling here with Tim Allman. We are bros, we are friends, we are colleagues. And we have an epic day in store for yeah, you. Baby. We have both of our oldest children, both daughters oh. of the king. And uh, we are so excited to interview both of you today. It's going to be really good. Oh, my goodness. Woo. So we're talking with these two ladies. One is Francesca Bessling. I love that name. And then my daughter, Adeline Allman. So we love you as a listener of Lead Time. We believe that eternities are changed when you choose to grow. And today it's about listening and learning and yeah, maybe leading and guiding the next generation of Jesus followers, these wonderful princesses in the kingdom of of the king. His name is Jesus. So Jake, would you tell me what you love most about your precious little princess, Francesca. Francesca, you are strong. You have these values and cares and commitments that you're really strong. And at times that's really awesome. And at times you love to push back a little bit on some things. And that's gonna go a really far away for you, a long way for you in life to be really strong. You're humorous. You like to prank me. And the other day you put flour in the trash can with like what? this piece of paper. And so we tried to step on it and try to throw flour. It didn't work. It didn't work though. <laughs> Keep trying. You're really inquisitive. You love sharks. You have this little journal. I didn't even know she was doing this for a while. Really? And I'm like, you have how many sharks? I don't know. Like 70, 80 different types of sharks in a journal. And so you're really inquisitive about things that you sharks love. Sharks like... Sharks, little baby sharks. sharks? No, just sharks in general. You like drawing sharks? Like pictures of sharks? She just writes the names of the sharks. The different types of sharks? Different types of sharks. Like bottlenose? Is that? No, that's a dolphin. What's your favorite one? Yeah, what is it? Um, Port Jackson. Port Jackson. Port Jackson. <laughs> you learn something new every day? <laughs> you do. She loves, wow. she loves sharks. And you're, of course, beautiful. I remember the first time I saw you. This is a funny story. Um, my wife is Hispanic, Nicolette, and her whole family, of course. And so they all thought that our, our children would be really, really dark. And when Nicolette's mom walked into the room to see me holding you, and you looked exactly like me, she was like, ah, what? I love her, I love her, I love her. But she was absolutely shocked. And I just remember that every time as a child that you would cry, I would be the only one that could rock you to sleep. And so we have a strong connection, your mom and you do too, but I love you. You are beautiful and um, you're a a beautiful child of God. Yeah. Why don't you speak words of love and joy into your daughter's life as well? Well, Adeline, uh, you are courageous. Uh, You're very kind. You're conscientious. You're a very, very hard worker. Um, You are a wonderful leader for your brother and for your sister. A few different things I love about you. So so you were talking about a daddy's girl here. She's been a little bit more of a a daddy's girl too. (laughs) We connect because we are, we're firstborns, right? Mm -hmm. And we like things to be a certain certain way, right? (laughs) So clean clean room and uh, a clean office for me now. And, um, you know, maybe sometimes we're battling with 
perfectionism, right, and those types of things, and Jesus is softening out our hearts. Um, what I love most about you is, and some of your hobbies that we like to do, and we're going to talk about some of those things together, just sweet times doing things we both, both enjoy. And I want you to know Jesus has amazing things in store for you, all of uh, the sweet characteristics that he's placed on your heart and the passions that he's given you in life are going to be used to bless other people in a marvelous way. And your journey with Jesus is really just beginning. It's hard to, hard to even imagine, though, but in like a little over a year, you'll be confirmed as a follower of, of Jesus. Awesome. And so it's an honor to be, first and foremost, your dad, and then... Uh, the husband to your mommy. Those are my primary two. We talk vocations, jobs, right? And then third, very much third down the line is you got to put up with me as, as a pastor here with Pastor Jake and Pastor Jeff and other leaders in our church. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like uh, to be a pastor's kid. Before we do, what, what was growing up like for you, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of pastor's kids even in this room. You know, you're one, we'll get to that, and Todd is one. And and you interact with them, and there's like a um, kind of this, uh, not aura, kind of this like, oh, you're a PK, how's this going to go? And I never really had that because none of our family are church workers. Um, My brother and I have one brother, Jordan. He's a church worker. He's a a DCE, a director of Christian education. And our parents— um, worked in uh, different fields. My mom is a banker, and so she has been in the banking industry. She's done anything from item processing of these checks. Remember once a long time ago, you get your checks back in the mail. I remember hearing about those stories, seeing big machines as a kid. Um, my dad just actually got let go of uh, in his job. He's 70, uh, 69, 69, and he has been working in the tractor industry for 50 years. And so, Dad, I'm really proud of you as a child. I mean, to see him just go to work every day, to be faithful in his vocation of being with people. He's really a people person uh, to um, just a lot of people in that industry. They would just, I remember seeing as a summer intern, basically, would throw a part oily on the counter and he'd have to find the part and give it to them. And a lot of times it was the interaction he had with them that was actually real life, that they loved to go see Ed at that Case Tractor dealership because it wasn't about the part, it was really about the relationship. So really proud of him. And some really fond memories of dad uh, growing up, of him sitting, he was, he was overweight, and so always, always struggle with his weight. And proud of you, dad, you lost about 65 pounds wow. recently and a lot healthier, that's incredible. But he would sit on a bucket, and because he was a little big, right? So it'd be hard to sit and squat as I would pitch or throw. And he would literally sit on the bucket and catch me. But he was there. He would do it. He also coached me and um, so faithfully for about five years. Always showed up. It was incredible. Yeah. So that was life with my dad as a child. Always there, always present, and a hard worker. And when 5 o'clock came, he'd be home and he'd be very present. Yeah. So what was like like for you with your dad? He was a pastor. So you were a PK, pastor's kid. Still is. Still is. So yeah, I love you, Dad, and, and thankful for the way. And we're going to make this really quick because we got to get to the main event. we got to listen to these two ladies. This is going to be so fun. But I'm thankful for the way that uh, 
you prioritized our family. You were there. You did work very, very hard, but you let us know your primary job was to be our dad. And yes, you showed up and coached. My favorite, one of my favorite stories of my dad is being a uh, basketball coach. We had 12 years old, a rec league team, and we only had five players in an eight game kind of season, you know? And guess how we did, ladies? Not well. We, we, my dad was a big coach, right? And we went zero and eight. We, we were close in a couple games. You know, you played the entire, entire game. And I remember at the end of the year, my dad just being so crazy proud of us for how hard we worked. And the director of the league, my dad still has this picture, director <laughs> of the league said the most hardworking team this, in this season. So yeah, dad, thanks for being a coach and a guide and, and still a wonderful, wonderful pastor. So let's move to Francesca. I'd love to ask you, what is it like to be a pastor's kid? Is it fun? Is it hard? What's it like? Um, it's cool and stuff, like, because I know that my dad's helping a lot of people. And it's different because, like, everyone can see him on YouTube or, like, on stage and stuff. And so, like, even my friends can see him do his job and stuff. So it's kind of, like, cool but then different. Yeah, imagine if, because we got, like, maybe 1,200 1200 daddies or so here in the Christ Greenfield family. Imagine if all of them had a camera like we have on us right now, watching us do our, do our job. Like if you could get a camera into a doctor's office or into a lawyer <laughs> or an accountant as they crunch those numbers, you know? Yeah, they could all see yeah. your dad do these things yeah, that we, that's you different. can't see all of them do that, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adeline, what do you think actually that we do um, as we go to work or, you know, because dads are going off to work all the time as a pastor, what do we do? Um, go to meetings to help our, our church and yes. school and help other people learn more about Jesus and grow closer to him. Well, that was very kind of what we do. Yeah, we got to break that down a little bit. So what do you think our meetings are about? What do you think they're about? Um, like helping other people with their life problems okay. and... Uh, so counseling? Friends, yeah, I counseling. called you to this meeting to help with people's life problems. You have some problems. <laughs> and we're going to help, help you. with those life problems. We are pastors. That's exactly right, Adeline. Anything else? Other types of meetings, do you think? Um, like just growing our church and school and helping other pastors, maybe. Okay, sure. Maybe yeah, we can use that from time to time. What do you think our meetings are about, Francie? Um, well, yeah, growing the church and stuff. And then, the <laughs> and then... Um, Helping people and like making the church like better so that everyone can like more people can learn about Jesus and like so more believers. Helping, yeah, good. It's all in that focus. I'm really curious about your perception of our meeting. So on a scale of one to ten, one being uber boring, <laughs> wah wah, and ten being like the most exciting thing you can possibly imagine, right? <laughs> Uh, what do you think the average of meeting. all of our meetings are in church? What number would you give it? Be um, gentle. Eight. An eight. An eight. Oh, I'm, I'm happy with an eight. That's awesome. Um, Bs get degrees. And you think it's really an eight, though? <laughs> what do you think, Adam? Do you really think they're eight? I think meeting? it's a seven. Okay, a seven. A seven. That's, that's very moderate. Adam Lamb, who's uh, mixing sound right now, he's a, a younger leader, and he got here about a year ago. He's like, I am in a lot of meetings, but I know that's going to end. 
you know. Did they really just say saying, that? Yeah, they were going to go, <laughs> Adam, love you. And they have not ended. And our meetings are about between a 7 and a 10, That's depending, cool. That's depending cool. on the day. That's awesome. So All right. we, we yeah. uh, would love to give uh, our listeners a little glimpse through your words and your eyes of what we're like at home. And so, Adeline, uh, we see Tim here, Pastor Tim, um, on, on YouTube, on sermons, in the office. But what is he like at home? Um, he loves to golf with us, and <laughs> first, thing, first thing is golf. At home, <laughs> like golfing at home, we do at have home? a little putting match. Put, put at home, yeah. And then we like to play cornhole in our backyard. Oh, I heard there's cornhole. some riveting cornhole games going on during Corona. Who wins? Well, if I'm with my dad, I usually win. But one time, my sister and I won against my brother and dad. Oh, took him down. That That's was awesome. pretty epic. That's awesome. I think it was quite a celebration. So there's a fair amount of competition going here. on. Games, uh, competition. I got yeah. work to do. And then we also swim in the summer, and we yeah. play Marco Polo and a jumping game. Also oh, Marco Polo. Yeah. And the, yeah, we haven't played that, that yet. Tell, tell awesome. about how we do Marco Polo. Uh, What's well, Marco Polo like? He closes his eyes, and then we all just try to not get found. And then we do a big loose. And you can go under the, the water and find oh, yeah. them and look and all that. But I scrape myself up from time to time because you memorize all the dimensions of the pool, you know, and sometimes you you get disoriented and forget where you're at. <laughs> Brutal I've game. smoked my head pretty good a few yeah. times. That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, well, one time we put goggles on and he was looking at us and trying to find us. That was harder. Yeah. yeah. He got better at it. Yeah. We're having fun. Yeah, so what is your dad like at home? We see him here, um, but tell us about him at home. He like likes to play. Like, we all like to play games with him, like tickle monster and like wrestle with him, and then anything, pretty much anything that my mom doesn't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's what not are all some, true. What are some of those things? I, I want to know. Well, like we like to make slime, and my mom does not like slime. And then we like to wrestle, and people get hurt, and that doesn't end well. It's kind of a theme here. <laughs> There's and crying. Then, Sometimes you, you wrestle so hard that there could be crying. Yeah, but there was a lot of joy before the crying. Teeth came out. One tooth a tooth came, came out? out? One of yours? <laughs> One no, of yours? Penelope's. <laughs> oh, wow. Something <laughs> happens. <laughs> and then, um, like, sometimes we, like, dad, like, um, he, like, teaches us how to build things, and so we like to build things with him. You recently built a stool. Yeah, mm -hmm. and painted a stool. That was cool. Yeah, was Jesus fun. Carpenter. Yeah, Way to go, Jake. Yeah, it was fun. So much fun. All right, so what are, let, I want to hear more about you, you guys. Francie, maybe you'll kick this one off. What are some of your hobbies? Um, hobbies? I like sewing. Like, I just learned how to, so I'm still kind of learning. And then I like doing softball because my dad's teaching and, like, also my sister's with me. What position are you? Um, what are you working on? I'm mostly at second, like, or like outfield. You'd like, like to try pitching, though. Outfield. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Pitching. You're working on that windup, making sure it doesn't go to the neighbor's house. <laughs> you like hitting? Um, not really. Okay, okay. I don't like yeah. pitching. Would be good for you then. <laughs> um, what else? And then I really like writing because it's like really fun, and to me, it's really fun and stuff and quiet. And then I want to be an author when I grow up. So. Oh, so what are your favorite books? Um, I don't really have favorite books, like. I have a book that's my favorite, but like, I don't know, like, my favorite. Like, I can't. No, there's lots I of books. I mean, I it's like hard to even name. Books. It's like naming your favorite kid. You can't do it. <laughs> what's what's do the it. one that are more comic ish that you like? Um, Smile, Smile. and Sisters. And, you know like, those? Yeah. yeah. Those ones. Those Tell okay. her about the latest writing. Tell them about the latest writing you have right now. I'm um, writing, writing a book about being a pastor's kid. 
<laughs> just kind of spurred this on from the, the idea of the podcast. Oh my goodness. Cool. I've never read a book about being a pastor's kid. <laughs> you should be the first author of the book about pastors. You, are you teasing out some titles right now? Are you thinking about any um, kind of titles? Yeah, but like I'm still writing the book, but I haven't thought of the title. Yeah. It'll come. It'll come. <laughs> any suggestions, Alan? Um, titles for a book about pastors? Because you kids? like to read and write a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you need a co author, maybe yeah. you should be in the. Right. <laughs> so good. Awesome. And then thank you for sewing uh, right when coronavirus hit. Uh, one of her first things she showed was a mask for me. Mm. And so that was very helpful. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. So what do you like to do? I've heard about some of your hobbies. Tell us. I love to golf yeah. with my family. Pretty much my whole family golfs. Um, but, and I love to read and bake and swim. And what do you want to do? I mean, with that, what are some of your goals? Um, yeah. Well, I also like, I've been babysitting more. Well, not during this time, but like I was babysitting. And so I love helping with little kids. Like last year I worked in VBS with the preschoolers and that was really fun. Um, You're really good with kids. So, You've babysat yeah. Ben before at the time, <laughs> so. Yeah, so I, I might want to be a, like a preschool teacher when I grow up, so I'm just, Ooh. I'm liking babysitting right now. Yeah, and you've always really liked to bake. Yeah, for like yeah. So what are some of the best things you like to bake? Um, cupcakes, cookies. Um, I did make a banana bread, like, cake almost. It was really good. That was really good. And then I put, like, sugar on the top, so it was really good. Sugar's always better on the top. <laughs> it's crunchy, yeah, it sealed in the goodness. Yeah. Delightful treats. Yeah, you're, you're amazing, honey. <laughs> Both of you are awesome. I love your hobbies. Reading and writing, we share a lot of the same, same love. So I love this next one. We got four tips. You want to lean in right now? We got four tips for surviving life as a pastor's kid, and... Francesca's going to take the first two, and then Adeline's going to bring the next two. So give us two of the four tips on surviving as a PK. Ooh, can't wait. Um, trying to, like, try to put your others first before yourself. Oh, that's good. Um, when you're missing your dad and stuff. And then don't put too much pressure on yourself because the congregation understands you're just a kid. I love so this. So the first one, I love the, the first one was... Put others in front of yourself. So you're saying that sometimes, like you, you want to be with your dad, right? But you realize he's he's caring for other people, and so mm-hmm. that's how you're putting other people in front of your own ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I think a lot of times uh, we get a lot of honor because we're serving and sacrificing and helping. But um, Alexa and Nicolette, and then all of our kids, like you two. Um, don't really get that. They, not, people don't necessarily see that. So please see that. It's not about us, right. but our families at times. I mean, we get a call to go and care for someone that's dying. Uh, we get um, a meeting that we have to continually go to to empower the body of Christ. We love that, but a lot of times the sacrifice is actually being done by our family. So, yeah, thanks for putting other people yeah. first. Um, like your your uh, dad and mom to allow us, not allow us, but to encourage us to live out our vocation that God's called us to. Yeah, that's so good. And the second one you talked about, putting don't put too much pressure on yourself. Do you sometimes feel pressure as a pastor's kid? Like people maybe looking well, at you? Or? Sometimes, not a lot, but like sometimes it happens. When do you feel that pressure most? Like, like I don't know, but like, Kind of like, well, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. 
Yeah, you've, you've mentioned, I mean, I know we both sometimes use illustrations and sermons about our family. Um, and I know early on in preaching, it was like an easy go-to because it's our family. But we want to respect both of you um, and, and our families with that. So tell, talk about that for a moment, kind of the maybe the pressure or the uh, we'll you know, at, seeing yeah. your picture up there. How do you feel about that? Well, sometimes I feel embarrassed, like, if, like, you put a picture up there, then everyone's looking at my family and stuff, and so me and Penelope would always, like, hide and stuff, so, like, sometimes that, like, gets me, like, embarrassed and stuff. I'm sorry if that ever happened. (laughs) I'm getting a lot better, right, about asking you. I know you guys even pay. Don't you have to pay them if you mention their name or drop their name? Yeah. That'll break the bank. It can. So, yeah, do you ever feel any kind of pressure, Adeline? The second tip, don't, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Have you gotten better at yeah. maybe that? Yeah, I don't feel too pressured. But, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, living into your own strengths like anyone should and being yourself. And even though we are in this community all together and we are in a spotlight, you're just, you're just kids. Good. So you have two other tips yes, for surviving life as a PK. Yeah. Adeline, what are your two tips? Um, like, don't use your dad to get jobs out of it, like babysitting jobs <laughs> or baking jobs. Oh, or, like, that's you just a good one. Kind of like, if I drop that you do a certain thing that maybe... Yeah, yeah you've never come to me and said, hey, Dad, no. would, you, would you mention this? If you're going to tell a story, <laughs> tell this one, because we're going to monetize this beast right now. <laughs> drop my drop my number. <laughs> Adeline's available for babysitting, yeah. <laughs> no, we would, we would never do and you've never even asked. But, yeah, yeah that's maybe not something you'd, you'd want to do. Uh, What's the fourth one? The fourth one, yeah. Um, remember, your dad is still your dad, and even though he may be busy at times, he loves you and will always be your dad yes. first. Yeah. Always be your dad. Those are so sweet. Made my heart happy to hear you both. Those are great, great tips. Um, yeah, so as we close here, um, we would just like to express, you know, some more of our goals for your life. Unless there's anything, uh, let's go with this actually. Is there anything you'd like to just tell the congregation and the community watching? There are a lot of leaders out there that are leading and um, trying to also help their kids. So any last thoughts about being a pastor's kid? We'll go with Adeline. Um, Any last thoughts? Well, I, I love when my dad is telling us like Bible stories and praying with us and pointing us to Jesus. Um, yeah, so that's something I love and I'm grateful for him. So if you're a pastor watching this or a pastor's wife, just hear from her heart. Just she loves her dad and she mm-hmm. loves the simplicity of him sharing in the daily rhythm of sharing the word with family. So a lot of times as, as pastors, you might neglect that. You're trying to care for your congregation, but it's important to care for your own family. Um, that's most important. When you win with them, you win for each other. Well, and that's not something for just pastors, right? It's not. That's something all of you can do. Here, here's a couple, couple questions that you can easily ask to have really cool Jesus conversations. Do you remember the question I asked last night before we went to bed? What was that question? Um, what was your favorite like Jesus story, like one of his miracles that he did? Yeah, and why? And I said, the resurrection's off the table. We all know the bodily resurrection of Jesus is, is pretty epic. But yeah, that was super fun. What was your favorite Jesus story? Um, when Jesus heals the little girl. like the Raises her from the dead, yeah, right? I think, yeah, she was like dead. Wow. What's How your would favorite? you answer yeah. that one, Francie? Um, I like when he um, walked on water. Walked on water. 
pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Never done that. Tried it, but it I failed. tried it, but I fell. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go running really fast and then try to see if you could? And then you just whoop. Yep, yep. That's pretty cool. What do you think that tells us about who Jesus is? That he can walk on water. He is amazing, and um, he's like just like you can't put it into words. Like he's, he's powerful, powerful, right? Over yeah. all of creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has great, great power. That's so, so good. Yeah, and, and then he, he defeats he defeats death, right? That's yep, he, he can do anything like that. He could do anything in each of your lives. So it was an honor to have you guys on here. Way to go! So Man. encouraged, so excited, and uh, we uh, love you both, and we care about you. And Francesca, I love you. I can't wait to see you continue to grow and mature as a child of God, and keep Jesus number one. I am so proud of you, Adeline. It's cool to be able to touch these little ladies, right? We can't we can do that. We can do that. Um, it'd be awesome if I started and then, and then your dad is going to close us in prayer. I'm going to pray first, okay? And it's going to be a special blessing over both of you, Lord Jesus. You are so good. And we thank you for the privilege to steward these two precious lives. And these ladies are not ours. They're on loan from you. And uh, we give them to you. We want to not have anything in our lives be a stumbling block for them. Uh, that they would, we're not perfect, we're fallen, we're broken, but that they would see first that, that we need grace and that they would give it for the times maybe when we're not there as much as we want to be. And that um, they would grow into the young women, the leaders that you have hardwired them to be. You've put unique passions and callings in each one of their hearts. And we can't wait, Lord Jesus, to see the grand adventure that you lead them on uh, to utilize all of those gifts. And I love what Francesca said, not just for themselves, but to bless other people. It's gonna be fun to witness. Sit back and witness as proud papas, Lord Jesus, when that day, it's, it's happening right now. And we are so proud, not just of that future day, but we're proud of them and what you're doing in them even today. And the courage that you gave them to hang out with these two crazy daddies on a podcast. Oh, we are so thankful for Adeline and Francesca and also all of our children and for um, the grace of God to dwell up in each of them, to have them live as courageous women of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, to give us as dads a lot of grace and care. And uh, we just speak this blessing over their life that God, you'd go above them to protect them beneath them to uphold them, in front of them to lead them, behind them to encourage them, besides them to befriend them, and within these precious young women of God to inspire them, to do great things for you, Lord. And when that happens, may all glory go to you. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. Amen. Thank you for being on here. What an honor to have you listen to Lead Time. Sharing is caring. And uh, I know you know someone that needs to listen to this. And so send it to them to be inspired by the 13-year-old and the 10-year-old, these two children of the living God. Yeah, go in peace. Later. You have been listening to Lead Time with Tim and Jake. Please subscribe at cglchurch.org slash lead time. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Friday for another episode.